Hey guys, and welcome back to an all new, brand new episode of Unknown Serial Killers. Thank you guys once again for joining me each and every week where we uncover the crazy minds of these unknown serial killers. If you missed any of the episodes in any of the seasons, please go back and listen to them and check them out because you do not want to miss any of them. Otherwise, why are we even here? Of course, viewer's discretion is advised because we are talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. But of course, we are talking about murder and violence because if we're not, then this podcast is a waste of time. So, without further ado, let's get into it and talk about William Lewis Reese. William Lewis Reese was born on July 1st, 1959 in Oklahoma, one of 13 siblings. That's a lot of kids and a lot of mouths to feed. He spent his youth in the cities of Yukon and in Darko. Due to his parents' financial issues, he was forced to quit school after the ninth grade and take on a job as a farm laborer. In 1979, he married Juning Fleming after she became pregnant. After their marriage, Reese enlisted in the Oklahoma National Guard, but left after some time. His wife divorced him a year into their marriage. Reese convinced her to remarry him, and the couple had a second child shortly after. Fleming said Reese began drinking heavily and being physically abusive. In 1982, Fleming went to the police after a beating and said that her husband had threatened to kill her with a knife and shotgun. She divorced him. Reese remarried, but his second wife divorced him a few months into their marriage. So clearly, he's the problem because if both his wife wives left him, then clearly, like I said, he is definitely the problem and he just shouldn't be married at all at this point. In April 1978, Reese kidnapped the 19-year-old daughter of a sheriff deputy. Stop. Stop. Because I know he didn't. Stop. A sheriff's deputy? Not to be cruel or not to be rude and not to say it like this in this manner, but there is 70 million or 7 billion people in this world and you choose to kidnap a sheriff deputy's child this can't be let's continue the woman was driving to a local gym where when her car stalled reese who worked as a truck driver at the time lured her into his truck with the promise of taking her to the nearest payphone instead he tied the woman up and raped her reese then drove the victim to a nearby motel where he rented a room for the night he allowed her to use the bathroom, giving her an opportunity to escape and call the police. Reese was arrested and charged, but was released from custody after paying his bail. While at large, a month after his release, he sexually assaulted another woman and was rearrested. He was put on trial for both rapes, found guilty, and sentenced to 25 years imprisonment. His attorney appealed the conviction to a criminal court which granted a review of this of his case the results indicated that there were procedural errors in Reese's criminal case causing his sentence to be reduced and leading to his parole in October 1996 after his release Reese moved into his mother's home in 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 Darko Oklahoma in early 1997 he regained his driver's license and moved to Houston Texas what 
So he skipped out on being in jail for 25 years because clearly the cops and whoever else didn't have the proper stuff for his case. They had some clerical errors and he got out. He paid his own bail and got out of jail and then got his license again and then moved to Texas. This is this is crazy. This is mad. Absolutely mad. And this is how he continued on his crime spree. This is ridiculous. Let's oof, let's keep going. In the fall of 1997, Reese became a suspect in a kidnapping and attempt rape of a 19-year-old Sandra. According to her testimony in May 1997, Sandra stopped her car at a gas station in Webster to use a payphone where she was spotted by Reese. She got into her car and began to drive, but after a few minutes, she realized that one of her tires was flat and was forced to stop. Reese trailed behind her in his white truck, stopped, and offered to help her. After luring her inside his truck, Reese overpowered Sarah and bound her wrist. Sorry, Sandra, and bound her wrist before continuing driving along I-45. Sandra managed to break free from the restraints and jumped out of the truck, sustaining severe injuries to her body in the process. She survived and was taken to a nearby hospital where she contacted the police. She described her attacker, but as she could not recall important details, she was put under hypnosis. In her hypnotized state, Sandra was able to recall Reese's license plate number. Sandra singled Reese out as the assailant in the police photo, which led to his arrest. Reese was convicted of the kidnapping charge in 1998 and sentenced to 60 years imprisonment. Police became suspicious that Reese was involved in the disappearance of three teenage girls from Houston and the surrounding suburbs, one of whom was last seen alive and later found murdered near his workplace. So if this doesn't tell you anything, then I don't know what does. There's two of the victims that... Three of the victims survived. Um, not only that, they were... I, I get that they were like a damsel in distress. But at the same time, you really shouldn't be so gullible to take help from this kind of stranger. Not saying that you know what kind of person he is. But at the same time, you just need to be very weary of people. And the fact that you saw him following you just puts the icing on the cake. After his conviction for kidnapping and raping Reese and raping, Reese was transferred to Ellis Unit to serve his sentence. In the early 2000s, he was compelled by law to submit DNA samples to be entered in the CODIS. In 2015, his DNA was matched to the murder of 19-year-old Tiffany Johnston. On July 26, 1997, Johnston's Dodge Neon was found abandoned at the Sunshine Car Wash in Bethany, Oklahoma. The owner of the Sunshine Car Wash told police that Reese frequently used the car wash. Johnston's body was found later on the side of a dirt road near the I-40. Johnston had been sexually assaulted, beaten, and strangled. On September 21, 2015, Reese was formally charged with her murder. So, okay. So the the car wash owner told him that he come there frequently. And so you didn't see anything strange at your car wash? You didn't see 
nothing out of the ordinary wrong with this guy. And then the fact that he dumped her body alongside the road like she was just a piece of trash is very off-putting to me. It's, it's sad. In the early 2016, Reese began cooperating with investigators, admitted responsibilities for the Johnston murder, and further confessed to three murders in Houston during the summer of 1997. With the help of his attorneys, he contacted the prosecutor's office in Brazoria and Harris counties and provided a map of the burial sites. He then offered to admit fully to the crimes in court to avoid the death penalty and guaranteed he would serve his sentence in Oklahoma. Authorities refused the deal, excavated the burial sites indicated on the map, and discovered the skeletal remains of Kelly Ann Cox and Jessica Kane. Reese confessed to the murders of Laura Smith, Kelly Cox, Tiffany Johnson, and Jessica Kane, but refused to admit a sexual motive for many of the crimes. Reese stated that he committed his first murder on April 3, 1997, when he killed 12-year-old Laura Smither in Friendswood. According to Reese, he accidentally hit Smither with his car on a rainy day. He admitted to hiding Smither's body in the lake. Later, Reese admitted to strangling the girl to death. For what? For what reason? Reese also confessed to that on July 15, 1997, he was driving from Oklahoma to Houston when he stopped to buy some whiskey at a gas station in Denton. Where can you, can you really buy whiskey at a gas station? That's crazy. Because any gas stations that I know of, you really can't. He claimed that he got into a physical confrontation with 20-year-old Kelly Cox, a student at the University of North Texas, and strangled her in the ensuing fight. Cox was found buried in the woods in Brazoria County. Like with the Smithers case, he insisted that Cox had not been sexually assaulted. According to Reese's account, on July 26, 1997, he stopped at the Sunshine Car Wash in Bethany to clean his truck and accidentally sprayed Tiffany Johnson. Without witnesses, he grabbed the teenager and dragged her inside the trailer where he raped her at gunpoint. Reese Johnson struck her over the head with a horseshoe and attacked her. He admitted strangling her and putting her body in the woods by the side of the road where it was discovered the following day. Reese stated that he knew Johnson's mother, Kathy, who lived in Ardarko, once had taken him to renew his driver's license after it expired while he was incarcerated and was an acquaintance of his mother and other members of his family. So why kill her if you knew her family? If you knew her mother? Mind-blowing, I swear. 17-year-old Jessica Kane was reported missing on August 17, 1997. She was last seen alive after leaving a Bennigan's in the Clear Lake suburb, and her car was abandoned on an interstate highway later that day. Reese claimed he had approached her outside the restaurant, but she rebuffed him. Angered, he tailed her vehicle until she was forced to stop and confront him. He admitted that he beat and strangled her. When questioned whether he was involved in any other disappearances or murders in the area, Reese strongly insisted that he had nothing to do with them. Here's the best part. Here's here's where we get really good and interesting in his trial. On July 2016, Reese was extradited from Texas to Oklahoma to stay in trial for the murder of Johnston. A few days later, he appeared before the Oklahoma County District Court where a hearing was scheduled for October 10th, 2016, after he waived his rights to a speedy trial. The trial began on April 21st, 2017. 
Reese's defense team filed a motion for a change of venue, claiming that the county courthouse offices contained asbestos dust that could negatively affect the health of the trial participants. An independent examination concluded that the building conditions was hazardous. The trial adjourned until June 2019. In the meantime, prosecutors from Texas announced that they would extradite him to their state to stand trial for the murders of Smither, Cox, and Kane after the end of his Oklahoma trial. The trial was indefinitely postponed due to COVID-19 pandemic and resumed in May 2021. Along the people present at the trial were Tiffany Johnson's relatives, law enforcement officers involved in the murder investigation, Sandra and two other girls who claimed that Reese had kidnapped and raped them in Houston area on July 3rd, 1997. On May 28th, he was found guilty on all counts by jury verdict. His defense attorney had advocated for an acquittal based on the supposedly broken plea agreement between the client and law enforcement officials. An acquittal? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? This is wild. An acquittal? Oh, you're you're bugging. On August 19th, 2021, Reese was officially sentenced to death by the Oklahoma County District Court. After the trial, prosecutors stated that their client had given partially false information in the confession and failed to disclose both his true motives for the crime and the accurate details. Two days before his conviction, he was charged with possession prohibiting items such as a search of his cell at the county jail revealed that he had purchased a cell phone from fellow inmates. Following his conviction for Johnson's murder in Oklahoma, Reese was extradited to stand trial in Texas in early March 2022. He pleaded guilty to all three murders and was sentenced to life imprisonment in June 2022. So he's literally just starting his prison sentence. And that, my friends, is the story of William Lewis Reese. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as I did telling it. Um, Like I always tell you, be nice to people because you never know who they killed. And please, if you have car trouble, please don't flag down any cars or just be aware of your surroundings just because of this reason. Um, See you guys next week and please be safe.